This is Christian. And this is Damon. And welcome to The Amazing Nerd Show. This is our second episode and we're coming straight out of the hot weekend of wrestling. That's right. But you know what? That's not the biggest news. Oh, what is the biggest news? The biggest news is The Amazing Nerd Show is finally on iTunes. Finally! Yay! And to celebrate this, we're running a contest. No. We want your rates and reviews, people. Head over to iTunes, look up The Amazing Nerd Show, subscribe, rate and review us, and you will be automatically entered into a contest, a drawing for a $50 gift card that will take place during episode four. I don't have to give money for that, right? Yeah, it's not coming out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell my wife. It'll be on me. Um, but anyway, so, but yeah, we are having an awesome contest. Yes, $50 gift card and many more prizes for yes, at least that's three right. people. Yes, <laughs> many more up to three people. So yeah, head over. A show like us, we need your rates and reviews to survive. Subscribe, spread the word if you like what you hear. All right, people? Support us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but how you been doing, Matt? Doing fine. Uh, New year, new me. Getting through life. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you look like the old you to I me. know. <laughs> I'm a little hurt, Christian, because oh. I'm sitting here, and I've been missing something for two weeks, and you haven't even mentioned it. What? Since the last podcast. Two weeks. I shaved my freaking beard. How do you not even notice that I don't have a beard? <laughs> you already mentioned it at work. I didn't need to say it again. Jeez. I'm a little I don't hurt. care about your facial Come hair. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. That manly mass of hair that was on my face is gone. You didn't even notice it. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Okay, well. I felt it moving. Okay, and I had to get rid of it. It was scary, man. Hey, so. I still got mine. That's all that's important. Right? <laughs> it is pretty. It's pretty good looking. It's a <sighs> Thank nice, you. thick. Thank thick, you. I, I it's very it. Rusev like. <laughs> Kuda day every day. <laughs> so, but yeah, how was how was your Christmas? By the way, I don't uh, think we talked about Christmas. I got a lightsaber. I think I mentioned that. That's last pretty time. sweet. Uh, same one as your daughter's. Awesome. <laughs> Mine's a little fancier. Yeah, I, I was gonna say my daughter's is like, although it's a thirty dollar lightsaber, mm. it's pretty sweet, but. You know, yours looks really nice. Yes. Is that like the hundred dollar variety? Yeah. Mm. Wow, nice. I, I'm gonna to try to wall mount it. Wow, yeah. Not to be a light in my house. Yeah, put that <laughs> bad boy up. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I my Christmas was great. I got lots and lots of Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. it was you got very... like black series items, correct? Yes, yes. That's my my uh, wheelhouse right now. I'm all about the black series. So um I've got tons and a lot more. I collect Every movie, even the uh, the prequels, you know, Black Series wise. Mm. So, but yeah, no, I'm loving these figures. Um, even though it was a little mixed on Last Jedi, I know it was my number two pick, mm. but that's just because it's Star Wars. Um, I have to have them all, and these figures are excellent because they're actually 3D scans now. Oh yeah. So they're very detailed. Yeah, he shouldn't be saying all this because I'm just gonna take it. <laughs> He is eyeing them right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, most of them aren't open. So, but yeah, no, I had a very Star Wars Christmas. And Damon, what's your address again for the uh, internet? <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. 
Um, so, but yeah. So, but yeah, no, no, Christmas is good. New Year's is good. You know, like I said, it's going to be a very nerdy year, you know, with the Maisie Nerd Show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're good. But what are you reading right now, comic book wise? Comic book wise, uh, I've been trying to. My favorite couple, Rogue and Gambit, have a book now. <laughs> How is that? Uh, it's good. It's definitely. It reminds me a lot of their uh, relationship in um, Astonishing. How they left off, kind of there. It's kind of. Oh really? Is this supposed to take place after Astonishing? It definitely. It, no, it doesn't matter. It's just okay. kind of. Kitty Pride says, "Hey, we need a couple that's not really together, but needs to work on it to go to this like uh, mutant resort." And um, see what's really going on there. So that's kind of like the premise. It's like they're trying to work. Sounds out like a bad sitcom. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> basically as a X Men comic book. So okay, I'm, I'm interested. I'm gonna read it. Try to see what's going on. Besides that, I've been reading um, White Knight. Uh, we'll get into that some other day because there's that's that's a story to dive into. Really, it's interesting, but it's it has its down moments as well. Okay, is that like a whole podcast? Are we talking? Here? Well, not or... a whole podcast, but it's definitely going to be a segment. All right, all right. I have to, I have to get into it. I, I, I have not read any of it yet. So, what are they issue four? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've got some reading to do. So yeah, I've, I've been reading uh, X Men Resurrection. So I don't know if you picked that up. I caught up. I caught up. I have, I've read both issues today. Okay. Just so I can be able to talk about it. <laughs> it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's definitely a different approach than I thought they would take with it. Um, you know, but I've liked it. It's very almost like twin, twin peakish. Oh that yeah, makes, definitely. Like sense. Mm. Um, I think the main thing that worried me is that it gave me that kind of feeling of the way um, the Cosmic Cube did with uh, what's it called, um, Captain America being trapped in it. Oh, like, okay. I kind of got that vibe of a little bit. I know it's definitely not going to go that way at all. Like she's yeah. not going to come out like a happy, better version of whatever we're getting in the, like, it's not going to be like a good Oh, she's going to be damaged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. But, you know, I definitely, I'm interested to see, because there's a lot of characters returning who mm-hmm. are in the grave currently. You know, no spoilers right now, but I'm interested to see what that means um, if they're really coming back, because there are a lot of fun appearances that I'm really excited for. Mm. I know with the X-Men, you never want to get your hopes up too much um, just with that because it seems like people kind of, you know. Yeah, I'm wondering where this is in the current continuity of the X-Men, if, if this is following after. I think it's just pretty happened. current from what I can tell, you know, just by what teams we're mm-hmm. seeing. Um, you know, Kitty Pride is definitely in charge, mm. so, and it seems like we've got the gold team. She's the always team. in charge, too. She is, and it's awesome <laughs> to see her in charge. I'm a huge Kitty Pride fan. Um, always have been so I love seeing her in this role now so it seems pretty current um, but yeah no I'm interested to see where they take it it's definitely a lot different approach than I really thought they were going to start mm-hmm. off with and it's kind of exciting you know it's a weekly book it seems like oh right yeah now. so I mean it, like, I think they have they're just trying to picked out already they have it's it's ready to go. Well, they already uh, announced X Men Red, so Jean's getting her own team. Oh, okay. So that's that's happening, I believe, in the spring. So they're really shotgunning in this. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, uh, Doomsday Clock. I caught up because uh, I only had read the first one, so I also read that today. I literally, I just was shotgunning <laughs> when I should have been working. But uh-huh. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. <laughs> well, too bad it's already on the internet. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I was underwhelmed with the first issue, but... The, Definitely a setup issue. Yeah. Uh, the second one felt more even like a setup issue to me, but... 
I want to say I was pleasantly surprised just because I was so worried about it. Mm. Um, just being complete blasphemy, which it <laughs> hasn't been, which is great. Mm. Um, I hold the Watchmen series, you know, the original, you know, book in such high regard that I really didn't want to see DC mess with it. Yeah. Especially intermingling with the actual current, you know, you know, prime universe. So I'm excited to see where they're taking it though. I mean, I'm intrigued. I will say that. So, I mean, this could all go off the rails really easily. (laughs) Really issue two and we've got 10 more issues to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I want to see where they go. I, Do Jeff you Johns, want to talk spoilers on it at all? Yeah, we can talk spoilers on that. I think people pretty much caught up. Cause that's, you, a, that's been in the can for a good, like, week or two, yeah. right? Yeah. So we can talk spoilers What do you that. think of the comedian showing up there at the end? That was probably the part that worried me the most. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing him alive. I'm guessing that Dr. Manhattan just brought him back as, like, almost his enforcer. That's me. Totally off the cuff, you know? Well, they've played around with that when Rebirth came about, was that the comedian is somewhere in this universe. Yeah. That was something that they were, like, constantly... Well, he like, found his button in the cave. Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing, though, that he's a pawn of Dr. Manhattan, and he's going to use him as his, like, enforcer or something like that. That's, once again, a So, total you see guess. Dr. Manhattan as a villain in this? Yes. I feel like, yes. That's my... That's what I'm guessing. You know, I think he's definitely the one pulling the strings. I don't know if that necessarily makes him a villain, um, but I feel like he's definitely the one who's shaping yeah. you know everything to come. Now, now I heard a lot of people predicting that maybe he was the one who actually came up with the metahumans in the DC world. Like he's the one who, you know, orchestrated all these metahumans. Um, what's his name makes mention in the second book how they have a lot more metahumans. Yeah, um... in this on this earth. So, yeah, so Adrian actually brings up the fact that there's more metahumans on this Earth. I mean, that's an interesting concept to think that uh, Dr. Manhattan's been creating. But how would that help save this world, you know? Well, if there's more people to protect it. Yeah. You know, so... That could also be causing more metahumans. How does creating a giant monster to kill 300 million people... (laughs) saves that their earth so i mean you know this I, book could take i mean i'm i'm hoping that it it does go into that deeper thought of what is he thinking what is he creating what is he doing with all of this you know yeah i mean i think it will go there at least touch on it mm-hmm. i feel like it's definitely gonna be more dc centric the further we go in i did enjoy that the first book was more about the watchman world yeah. how do you feel about rorschach um i mean I, I don't like that it's a different person. See, I like that it's a different person because I would be upset if mm. it was the original Rorschach since he died in the original yeah. series. So that that actually worried me the most when I first started. It's kind of a damn if you do, damn if you don't with me right now because it's just like I don't like, I haven't liked how he's been written so far. Okay, I haven't liked his dialogue that much. I haven't. Um, it's felt weird to me. It's felt off. As like compared to like to Rorschach, yeah, to okay. Rorschach from uh, Watchmen, the original one, reading well, through, and technically shouldn't feel off though. It should. It I mean, if it's a different person, yeah, it should. Now, do you feel like it's someone who exists already in the DC universe? I I don't think it could be because he would because that's how they transfer over, you know. Yeah. Do you I think that they took someone from the DC? It just universe seems whenever they don't and reveal they all someone's face, you know. Hmm. 
that's when it kind of makes me think that it might be someone, you know, they're, they're hiding his face for a reason. That's just me speculating, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're hiding his identity for a reason. Well, who would it be if you, if, if, if you had a guess? Oh God, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, maybe Mr. Terrific. Now, you better timestamp this, because if it's Mr. Terrific, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and play this back uh-huh. in a year's time. We'll give you some money or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least a no prize. Uh-huh. I could take a no prize. Um, that that's And that's just a guess. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to believe that to be this true. Is, it's going to be a touch-and-go series for him. It's yeah, but be. I feel like Mr. Terrific at times has been kind of his jumps, you know, into different dimensions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so... I can almost see that happening. You know, he's been part of the Justice Society, um, who I don't think is currently represented in DC Prime. So, but we've seen terrific. So, I, I don't know. Just me speculating. It's going to be weird. It is. It is. I, but that's what, that's what I like about the story, is that it's intriguing. I don't know where it's going. Do we know when all these, like, new comics are starting? Because, I mean, DC's been pushing... This like new line of comics based off of the characters in uh, metal. Does that start immediately when metal ends, or is that starting sooner? I don't know. I mean, I I hope they don't marvel it up and mm-hmm. you know have this event happen and then like oh we'll you know get you caught up in a couple months or we'll <laughs> release a few books here and there mm-hmm. where it kind of falls flat. A lot of those books have no interest to me. Like um, the legacy, kind of. It's kind of like that. It's um. Like, seeing that, like, Fantastic Four pretty much team. Mm-hmm. And... Which you know is just leading up to the Fantastic Four returning. So, I mean, I, I totally... I understand what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's... you know where it's gonna mm-hmm. lead. So, I could see that. I, I'm hoping that they do the Fantastic Four right and make them interesting again. Oh. So, uh, but I mean, I've never found I'm... them interesting. Well, <laughs> So that's exactly. hard for me. I feel like the ultimate Fantastic Four, that run... Um, the Ultimates version of the Fantastic Four was the last time I really enjoyed the Fantastic Four. So and that went off the rails quickly. Mm. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see where they take Legacy. Um, but it does feel very flat right now. You know, and then we've, you know, we've been talking about it back and forth. It just felt like such a non-event. Mm. You know, it's really... It's just the way they strange. advertise it. It's like, oh, we're, we're bringing it all back, you know, to these numbers. Kind so, of. And we, and we, but we've gotten all these new number ones that have legacy underneath it. You know, it's just. Uh-huh. Well, and even, like, I felt like this story is just the only thing that changed in a lot of these stories were just the, you know, the uh, cover counts. Yeah. So, so. I, I just don't know. And I, I mean, maybe in, like, the spring, we're singing a different tune and it's the greatest thing in the world. But right now, eh. <laughs> So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Well, let's jump into the squared circle. How are you feeling about your WWE right now? Have the Balor Club reunited? I'm... High hopes? No hopes? <laughs> I, I'm i excited for it because I wanted that when they originally came with the club and everything. I wanted Balor to, you know, finally be elevated a little bit. I could... It's not going to be what I want. I can tell what, you that. Like full-fledged Bullet Club? Yeah. It's yeah, not... no, you're not getting that. <laughs> Use your I'm pants not... not giving that up. Um, I don't, I don't see Finn becoming heel and they really running rampant with this team. They, I mean, they did challenge this like faux shield thing that they've got going right yeah. now. So that's a little heelish at least, but 
yeah, I agree. I don't think, you know, Valor makes too much money. I don't see, you know, merch-wise, I don't mm. see them turning them heel. Although I feel like they would make just as much money, you know, as heels. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I don't see Vince pulling the trigger on that. I mean, do you see Bullet Club versus Valor Club versus The Shield coming? Well, no, because Ambrose is out. Yeah, for exactly. So I don't know exactly where they would go with the Valor Club, honestly. I feel like it would fit almost better on SmackDown. Mm. Especially with could, the, all the teams that are out there. Yes, and... they could run roughshod over SmackDown. So I think they're just on the wrong show right now. Mm. You know, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's hard to get behind factions in WWE. It's hard to be excited. Well, they never fully commit. Mm-hmm. That seems to always be the problem. The last faction that I feel like they fully committed to was, yes, The Shield, um, Evolution, and maybe The Lions. You know, that, and that's it, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and those were very, like, far in between, you know, each one of their storylines. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just happy they're doing something with yeah. those guys. Because it felt like something. they were on the bench for a long time. Mm-hmm. Finn definitely needed something. And Anderson and Gallows definitely needed something. So, I, I think they weren't even on the show for, like, consecutive it, weeks. It's a waste of good talent. It's just, like, you have... They have such great brands, such great talents on their shows, but it's just, there, there's no there's no story behind it. It's a three-hour no show, though. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-hour show. You can't give me a segment? It just seems bizarre to me. It's mm-hmm. weird booking. Um, especially something that everyone wants, yeah. you know, especially in our demographic. You know, yeah, maybe the, like, you know, little teeny boppers won't necessarily be into it, but, you know, I feel like from, you know, 21 to 60, they're all about the Bullet Club right now. I mean, half of the stadiums that they're running, you know, mm-hmm. are, you know, wearing Bullet Club shirts. I mean... So you give them a taste of it, they're going to Even general pop. audiences that saw glimpses of NXT were... Drove insane over Finn Balor. Yes. He brings in almost every demographic that they could ever want. Exactly. From teens to women to children, he he runs the gambit. Yeah, the women love him, the Mm -hmm. men love him. You know, and Gallus and Anderson are an extremely talented team. So I don't. And you wouldn't know it based off the way they've been booked, based off the time they've had in matches. I forgot they actually went into WrestleMania last year as the champs. Mm hmm. So, I mean, they've done such a poor job with them the last six, seven months that that's been completely wiped from my memory. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't know what the problem is, you know. So, I'm glad that they kind of pulled the trigger on that and they're officially together. It felt weird the way they got together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where they go and where they take it. Um, on a positive note, I love uh, what they're doing with the Women's Rumble. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about that. It's about time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how they're going to fill it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still 30. You right? know what's cracking me up is they're having all the, like, female wrestlers come out and announce that they're in the Royal Rumble. And it's like, well, no shit. There's no one else. <laughs> Who else would be in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, exactly. If you're on the roster right now and you're a female, you're pretty much a given that you're in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Because they and after that, they still have to fill another, like, 10 slots. So, I mean, I mean they're going to have to pull NXT talent. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have some surprises. You know, do you think you get Trish? I I don't I don't want to see Trish. Well, I know you don't want to see. Her. <laughs> She's talented. She's talented, but I mean, I could definitely see Trish coming back for that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm trying to think who else. Victoria. Is Victoria. Definitely. She's been teased, and she's working. What about is Gail Kim still with Tina? Um, I'm not sure. Because Gail Kim could definitely still. Die. I thought she left on very bad terms though with WWE. Did like, she? I thought she was very upset with how she was being used. I think she had wasn't happy with them, but I think WWE like actually gave her a release, and they were gotcha. you know. So I don't think it was. I think it was one sided. It'd be great if Beth Phoenix would just show up. I think she will. I really do. She's actually doing uh, commentary for the Mixed Match Challenge. Mm. So she's working back with the company. So I could definitely see her entering yeah. into the Rumble. Rumble. I mean, because that'd be fun. Because she's been only one of the few women that have been in the actual Rumble. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actual male Rumble. That Yeah, that would be great. You know, and she's a hell of a worker. So um, I would also like to see Austin Kong come back. I think it'd be fun to see her and Nia Jax. Yes, yeah, that would be interesting. Right? I think that would be great. Is she still with TNA, though? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Or where was she? Where'd I'm she very out of the loop with TNA. Yeah. So, <laughs> as you can tell. Um, but, yeah. I, I And I think she would return in a heartbeat mm. <laughs> if she was. Um, but, yeah. No, I would love to see her. The, the internet has screamed for AJ Lee multiple times. That's I know that's never going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> WWE's suing them. <laughs> still yeah yeah so they're still, still ongoing. yeah no i believe it's ongoing <sighs> so that's not happening yeah 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 be great though. get over it guys. <laughs> it would be awesome but get over it well, uh what about celeste bonded oh yeah no that would be awesome hmm. it's awesome to see them committing to the women's stuff hmm. they could Do still you... use more time on the show but i agree Enough with the mixed matches, too. Like, or the, I'm sorry, the um, multiple, you know, matches where they're, you know, oh, yeah. doing the six-man tags mm. and the, you know, eight-man tags, God forbid. I'm done with that. You know, I want to see more, like, you know, one-on-one angles being yeah. shot. You know, I don't need these factions running around. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing tag titles, though, introduced. I, I would like to see a secondary belt, at least. You know, like a U.S. title or an IC title. It, I'd like it. But at the same time, are they going to give it time? Are they going to give it the what it needs to be prestigious? And in my mind, I think part of the problem is with the women's scene is there's only one belt. Mm-hmm. So you kind of only get like one angle really going on during the show. Now, it doesn't need to be like that. But if you had another belt, you'd have to have another angle programmed. Okay. You know, or at least you should. So I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, them have another belt so they could, you know, have something to go after, mm-hmm. um, you know, and not just, you know, total divas angles being shot left and right, yeah. right, just trying to promote that, you know, God forbidden show. Well, I've always thought that they should always make it so it's a title um, rivalry and then also a rivalry that's just... Because it's just an angle, you know? Yeah, a blood feud. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned <laughs> blood feud. Don't get me wrong, you know, so you could do that. But I feel like, you know, tag belts or, you know, an IC belt will do nothing but help them, you know, get over and show that WWE is really committed to mm-hmm. them. And then I think that would also help open the door to more females in, you know, WWE. Because exactly. right now, their roster is, what, maybe like 10 active wrestlers on each show? Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, it's you, growing with their continuing adding the NXT talent, but... Exactly. There's no reason they can't up it to, like, you know, 15 to 20 mm. on each, you know, show. And, yeah, they won't be on each show. You know, not everyone's going to be on each show, but still. 
you've got plenty of wrestlers to play with, especially with all the NXT talent that mm. they have. So I could see that happening in the future. I mean, God, Raw has three hours to play with, so I see why not at least do it on Raw. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got the cruiserweights right now, and they're not doing anything with them. <laughs> Even that's just a five-minute se- segment most times. So Which is just... crazy. You know, give those guys time. You know, with WCW, when they had the cruiserweights, they at least gave them time. Mm-hmm. They gave them the respect of giving them time for matches. And, you know, they had a purpose on the show. Right now, I feel like they're using the cruiserweights as almost a comedy act. You know, it's unfortunate, mm-hmm. you know. How do you expect your fans to take them seriously if you don't take them seriously? And that's the whole idea of the cruiserweights, is that they're a spectacle. They're able to do these moves and have high-speed matches and have crazy acrobatics at sometimes. I mean, it's not... I understand we don't want spot-fest matches off No, like, absolutely regular, not. But they're supposed to be a big draw. They're not like... But after seeing the cruiserweight classic and coming off that high, you expected so much mm. for them. And to see what we're getting is so disappointing. Um, it really, it really is deflating as a fan mm-hmm. to see, you know, what WWE really thinks of these wrestlers, at least what Vince McMahon does. Um, I'm just hoping that that changes in the future. Yeah, because I can't see 205 Live lasting much longer. <laughs> you know, at this rate, mm-hmm. with what they're putting out product wise and what they're getting views wise, which isn't that much from what I hear. So we'll see though. <laughs> I've been wrong in the past. <laughs> um, what do you think about Woken Matt Hardy? I'm as excited as, as I am worried. I mean, I, I keep coming back to this every time we say something that's exciting that's happening for the show. I'm still worried because I've seen what happens. <laughs> Has Vince given you reason for trust issues? <laughs> yes, extremely. <laughs> um, man, I enjoyed it so much when it was out in TNA, when it was going on, on the internet, when they were doing everything on their own. But it's just like, I'm so afraid of the limits that WWE will put on it. I'm so afraid of them not giving it the care and time that it deserves. Just like I've said, with each and every other thing that we've just talked about. Yes, right. I mean, it's, it's I'm afraid for him, but I love that they're giving it to him. You know, I love that he's being able to do this. I love that he's going up against Bray. I think that's a perfect combination for right now. Yeah, I almost wish they would have held off on that a little, because I feel like that's like a media-level mm. match. Because that seems like the... I think we're at a point where this could reach Mania anyway. Yes. And they could stretch it out if they mm-hmm. want to with vignettes. And, you know, you've got to get them on the compounds. You've got them, you know. You could have a bunch of little, like, you know, movies going on at each pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, little battles. And then finally at Mania, they meet in the ring. So they could, you know, stretch it for a good, you know, was it like two, three months away from Mania? Yeah. So they could, you know, go there. Um I just, get crazy. Really, I just really hope that they give Matt creative control, and I know that they won't. Oh, so no. that's where I'm, you know, spec, you know, really just hesitant in getting completely behind it. Um, I was really hoping for it right off the bat when they debuted, you know, Mania. I was hoping we were going to go right into, you know, broken Matt Hardy. But, you know, with everything with TNA and the lawsuit and everything, you know, we didn't get that, unfortunately. And now I'm almost to the point where I might be kind of, I don't know. I don't know if the anticipation mm. has hurt it, but I don't know. It, it feels a little flat, but I'm excited still. If that makes any sense whatsoever. I mean, there's there's always a time when you need to be like pushing stuff. You know, mm. this is kind of past that moment a little bit. I mean, people have been waiting and waiting and waiting. It's, it's yeah. more just like yeah, been there for a right, while. right. I just yeah, 
I just, I really want them to give Hardy free reign. Mm. And I don't know if they're going to. You know, because with WWE's production behind him, sky's the limit. I can't imagine, you know, what he would create. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah. So also, you know, Wrestle Kingdom was around. We had a lot to watch. Like five, six hours, right? Six hours of wrestling goodness. I'm not going to lie, I skipped the Rumble. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, yeah, disclaimer. We're going to mess up some of these names. Oh, I yeah. only dabble in New <laughs> Japan. So, you know, don't start, you know, blasting us on the message boards. Don't, you know, we're fans, but we're still pretty new to the product. Mm. You know, but we love it. What a great show. Um, we're going to actually go into it match by match and just kind of give our thoughts. Um, and the first match was Young Bucks versus Rapungi 3K. I think the Young Bucks have, like, been the first match the last, like, three yeah, they or always, four, right? they always start with their junior titles. So it's... Yeah. So, I mean, and what a great way to open. Um, Seven-time champions. Now. Yes, yes. So, um, I mean... I mean, for me, they still got it. A lot of the internet's kind of sick of them at the moment but they they told a great story and they were still able to put off these really spot on matches but it was very i liked it i i you know for me the young bucks are the perfect mix of like technical wrestling and charisma yes there's a heavy comedy you know routine going on there Mm -hmm. there's that aspect of them but this match was not that you know they didn't rely on the comedy too much during this match mm. and you really got a clinic um just you know how to do everything in this match from the you know the technical wrestling the high flying and just how to do that comedy you know they picked their spots with it and it all hit the mark um Rapungi 3k though they kept up mm-hmm. you know they got a huge upside like i didn't know much about them and i wasn't expecting a lot and they really showed me in this match that they're worthy of these championships of worry of being at wrestle kingdom 12 having the first match i mean this was your curtain jerker this was your first match of the entire night and it felt like a wrestlemania main event oh yeah no i can agree with that i can agree with that just you know how intense it was mm -hmm. and how well done it was uh i'll tell you right now that the spot where um i think it was nick gets injured like his back gets injured and you can hear his uh brother matt say are you okay in the corner? Like, it, I thought he was actually injured at that point. Uh-huh. Like, I, I really like, I, I thought that was just like, oh, the camera just accidentally caught that. It was, it was great selling mm-hmm. by both teams. Um, not show. I can't remember the other guy's name, but the, what when the guy gets um, taken out on the ramp? Oh, um, Rocky. No, not be not Rocky Romero. Show, show, there's show, yo, and Rocky. Show, yo, it's okay. yo, <laughs> yo, yo gets injured on the ramp, and mm-hmm. you know the refs come out right away, and I think there's another official checking on him. And I actually thought he was injured there, so I mean, for a young kid, he really did know how yeah. to sell. So I really thought that was legitimate, you know, and luckily it was just all part of the match. I love the spot where they started kicking um, them in the backs. Uh huh. That, that was just fun. <laughs> But there was great psychology, too, mm. in this match. You know, I, you know, the Young Bucks are always, you know, working that psychology, that tag team psychology, just, you know, cutting off the ring, um, you know, doing everything that you would see a classic 80s heel tag team mm. do, you know, really working the ref, 
um, and working the crowd. So, I mean, I really just, I loved the amount of selling also that, that like they never, you know, stopped letting you know that their backs were injured, mm. you know, throughout this entire match. And it really made the match. So it wasn't just a spot fest, which a lot of, you know, old seasoned like veteran fans will like claim when they talk about the young bucks this really was a well orchestrated mm. match you know with great chemistry between both teams and just you know traditional tag team wrestling going on um it was one of my favorite matches of the night it really was it was a great way to start yeah and show um for Rapungi, i really think is going to be a future star in the business he's got the look He's smooth, man. Like, everything he does is smooth. Um, I really could see him going far um, in the business. So, but yeah, no, a great team. A really great team, you know, and a great stage for them to oh, really yeah. show their stuff. So, but yeah, Young Bucks win. You know, do you, what do you think about the Young Bucks moving up eventually? In a I mean, place? I think that's beyond time that they should have. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand why New Japan's not doing it because there's so much, you know, more to do with them and so many different, you know, teams for them mm-hmm. to face. You know, and it's not, so, they're, I mean, they're smaller, but they're not, it wouldn't be unbelievable to see mm-hmm. them against, you know, some bigger teams. It'd be interesting. I mean, it's, at this point, that would be the freshest thing for them to do. Exactly. And I think maybe that's why so many people are kind of souring so mm-hmm. much because they might just be getting stale. But I really, I really would love to see them go against some of the bigger teams yeah you know i really i think that is the next thing for the young bucks you know we'll see we'll see what new, new japan you know lets them do in the mm. future i mean new japan is i mean very faction heavy and the next match was definitely continuing that faction heaviness yes <laughs> <laughs> the never open six man tag T- team gauntlet match was it suzuki goon Gun. Gun. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if I trip over some of these names. No I dabble in New Japan. So, um, versus War Machine and uh, Mike Elgin. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Chaos. Versus uh, Taguchi Japan. And versus the Bullet Club. So, how did you feel about this match, Christian? Um, every year when we get these kinds of matches, I'm always like, why can't they just all start in the ring together? So that's I don't I don't like that kind of style where it's two teams then one gets eliminated the gauntlet yeah Yeah. i don't like that gauntlet style in general but it was still a great fun match throughout um wow what team was it i think uh taguchi gun where they come out and not taguchi gun uh suzuki gun their style (laughs) of just beat up first questions later is prevalent throughout the entire um pay-per-view event and it was just great to see that here, where they just kept attacking the young lions. They kept fighting everyone in sight. Yeah, they were like on a like a rampage mm-hmm. at first when they first came out. So, yeah, this was a fun match. It was a fun match. I, it probably was my least favorite match out of everything. Mm-hmm. I want to say, but it was still a solid match. Yeah, it was still a solid match. Yeah, um, um, and this was a very strong card. So, I mean, that's bad not... luck. Fail looked like a badass at the end there when he was just taking out everyone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he knows how to hit his spots. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed that the Gorillas Destiny didn't have their makeup. Oh yeah, why didn't they have their makeup? Uh, they haven't been doing it as often lately. I don't know. Uh, it's more mostly when they're only just the two of them, when not when they're in trios and stuff like that. That's interesting. I wonder why. I mean, that's. I mean, it 
it it's makes such it an look awesome cool. look. It's an awesome look. So that's that. That's right. It, it didn't even. Uh, I didn't even realize that mm. they didn't have their makeup. Yeah. No. I. I just. I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like they're just trying to get everyone on the card. You yeah. Know? It's almost like the battle royal match. Exactly. But I mean, I mean, like I said, overall, you know, everyone got their spots. I love Mike Elgin. <laughs> I really do. That guy. I mean. He's a big guy, and he's typically not the kind of wrestler I'm a mm-hmm. fan of, but man, he can work. You know, I love the matches he had with Omega this year. He had some really great matches. And War Machine, right? War Machine, too, who's been rumored to be going to the WWE. I mean, that it's another great team. Mm-hmm. I'm almost worried about what's going to happen, you know, if they you know get thrown into NXT. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, um, I see quickly getting titles, but beyond that, I... I worry about what they would do to that team. I think they'd make them really like one dimensional, mm. and I think they would take half their arsenal away, yeah. which would be unfortunate. Yeah, you know, which I mean, you'd probably get great pay per view matches, but besides that, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think I probably they'd probably do better on NXT. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, like if they like threw them up on SmackDown right away, then yeah. Oh you know, no, yeah, you know that you know no just faith maybe, in the main roster. Yeah, like a two year <laughs> run. You know, like the revival or something, mm-hmm. two three year run on NXT that would do them good. So, but yeah, yeah. So, what was the next match? Oh, we had yep. Cody and Ibushi, right? Big match. Even though it was, it was like fifteen minutes, right? 15 it was to... fifteen minutes. It was. I and wish... it did not feel that way. No, I do wish they had more time. Um, overall, just because I was enjoying everything that I saw. Mm-hmm. You know, Cody and Brandy are awesome together. <laughs> They're just such a great heel mm-hmm. pairing. So easy to hate. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. The spot with Ibushi when he uh, hits Brandy on accident on the outside of the ring and she mm-hmm. goes down. He goes to pick her up and then Cody stands up and punches him in the face while he's holding, holding his yeah. wife's limp body. <laughs> and then they get on the ground and they smile at each other. You know, I mean, just a great spot. Cody is at the top of his game. Mm. I mean, WWE has to be just kicking themselves. (laughs) I can't imagine. He's such a great classic heel. Everything he does is just classic heel goodness. He's willing to fully commit. Yes, yes. And I love the blonde hair on him. I I, can I love oh that's he <laughs> reminds me of such a like eighties villain mm-hmm. you know with that blonde hair so obnoxious you know I could totally see him keeping because it's for a movie part I guess. oh okay that's that why he sense. went blonde um but I hope he keeps it honestly because <laughs> it is it's obnoxious mm. so um but yeah no I just I I really really and of course, I mean, that's one of, one of the most memorable moments of the whole Wrestle Kingdom was that crossroads. Oh, off, off the, the apron. apron. Oh my god, <laughs> that was fantastic. That was scary, mm-hmm. but fantastic. Bushi just, there's nothing he can't do. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing he can't do. Um, but like I said, I really wish they had more time, but what we got was just a great match. Does this continue Coda's uh, um, quest for the Intercontinental Championship? Does he go on to now face um, Tanahashi? I don't know. I, I You know, it's interesting, and we'll get into what happened during the New Year's Dash mm-hmm. um, you know, later, but I'm wondering if we get, you know, the reunion of, like, Omega and Ibushi, like, fully, if you get a full reunion. You know, not to give any spoilers away. That'd be interesting. 
Yeah, um, I feel like Cody and him still have meat on the bone, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like Omega's going to be part of you know his angle, his story right mm-hmm. now. So, I mean, maybe somewhere down the line in the year, you know, I could definitely see him getting there. But, I mean, I don't see how this guy is not one of the top no, know, yeah. guys in the company after a year or two, how he's not headlining, hmm. you know, Wrestle Kingdom in the next couple of years. I mean, it's probably possible. Yeah, you know, he's such Right a now, the slate, I'm so, I don't know what's going to be at next Wrestle Kingdom. Because, I mean, we didn't get what we all predicted from the last one. Yeah, we'll pump our brakes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure at this point everyone knows what happened. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, no, just a, a, an awesome, awesome match. Really awesome match. I just hope Cody, because I'm sure WWE is going to be making him offers left and right. I've heard they already have made him offers mm. and he's been turning them down. I just hope he stays the course and keeps, you know, working, you know, Ring of Honor just hone his craft um, I mean, why before, wouldn't you you know he has so much freedom right now and he's just killing it unless wwe just makes him an insane offer and he can't turn it down mm. you know unless it's just something that's just ridiculous because right now i know he said for a fact on the record that he's making more now than he did at wwe so and he's getting more acclaim mm. you know critically so i don't see why you would go back unless they really just put such a sweet deal on the table that you can't pass it up you know, like once-in-a-lifetime kind of money. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, he's just honing his craft right now. So, but yeah, no, next we have uh, the tag t- team title match, right? Yeah, a surprisingly, like, it was the match I was kind of, like, least excited for. I, I mean, I love LIJ, don't get me wrong, I will always love um, t- uh, Evil. Evil and... Um, Sonata? Sonata, yeah. I love them. I love uh, Evil's work. And it's kind of funny that they kind of came off as the faces of this match. When you think oh, absolutely. Evil is the face of the match. That, that was the whole story. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually surprised with the start. They hit their finisher right from right the beginning. Away. Um, I have never seen Killer Elite Squad. And I was super impressed with them. Oh, yeah. um, Davy Boy Smith is like just gone through this metamorphosis from this kind of like doughy version of his father that he was in WWE. Green is all get out. Mm. You know, Tyson Kidd really carried that team um, to being this monster. I mean, he just, that's another guy that I'm worried that WWE's just gonna suck up. You know, I'm glad that he left the company. You know, oh, he's I, much happier now. I, yeah. I, I mean, he just, he just looks light out, mm. lights out. I mean, he really does. Um, I love just how much of a massacre this match was. Yeah, they came in with that same Suzuki gun attitude. We're just going to beat everything in sight. Yeah, and it's... I mean, I, I've also never seen Archer before, but he mm-hmm. really reminded me, like, Bruiser Brody, like how he's running around like a maniac before the match. And he's so big, too. Like, yes. that choke slam looked like he was going to rip the, like, mat in half. Yes, yes. And it just, I mean, they were believable. Mm-hmm. They were believable monsters out there, and they were just destroying lij for i mean i want to say 80 percent of this match if not more and that's not usually what you expect when it comes no, to, especially to evil and sonata it was a great story though because they made all... sonata look like a little guy and he is not little. no he's not <laughs> he's not um but yeah no it's a great story you know because you knew that there was going to be a comeback like once they mm. you know just destroyed him they, right off the bat you knew that the comeback was coming but i was just waiting for it i was on the edge of my seat the entire time 
Um, and it just, it, it was a great payoff. You know, I love seeing LIJ, LIJ win the belts at the end. Um, but it really, you know, KE, KES really stole the show for me during this match. You know, I want to see more of their mm-hmm. work. So I will be looking into them. <laughs> Definitely. And then another match that just totally like took me like away. Like I couldn't believe, because once again, it was just like, I, like I said in my preview, I could care less about a hair versus hair match, you know? Uh-huh, Especially right. two guys, I mean, well, Goto has some good hair. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I, he does have a nice <laughs> uh, mane of hair. Suzuki sure. came out and showed the world that a 50-year-old man still got it, you know? Yes. And never lost. <laughs> this was never a dad's fight. Mm. This wasn't just, this was in Piper versus Hogan in WCW, you yeah. know, in the weighing years of Nitro. This was a great, great worked match. By two pros who knew what they needed to do mm. to get over in that ring. You know, stiff as all get out. Um, but, you know, once again, great psychology happening, a great story being told in the ring. Um, legit badasses. I mean, Suzuki is a legit... The man took out Ken Shamrock. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy is the real mm-hmm. deal. And he's still very believable in that ring. Oh, yeah. So... <coughs> um, it was stiff too, and it but it wasn't stupid, you know. It mm. didn't make you. It didn't ever get to that point where I was cringing. Um, it wasn't just stiff for stiff sake, yeah. You know, which happens a lot. <coughs> it really just was just a well thought out match, you know, that had you kind of you know guessing what was going to happen throughout the entire thing, um, and well paced, really oh, well yeah, paced. Extremely. There was you know for two older guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went the entire time. They didn't let up. So, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And I love the end of the match. I love the fact that, you know, his goons are out there trying to get him away, you know, before he can go ahead, mm-hmm. Suzuki can go ahead and shave his head um, and, or get his head shaved. And, you know, he kind of waves them away and then he gets back in the ring, takes the clippers and sits down. Brought his own chair. Yes. <laughs> Brought his own chair. He wouldn't accept the man's chair. He's going to do it on his own damn terms. So he sat down and he shaved his own head. Mm. I love that. You know, such a like samurai kind of warrior's way. So, you know, just like that code of honor was there, you know. So I really enjoyed this match. So, but yeah, but then we went right into another awesome. You're going to hear us say awesome (laughs) match a lot. (coughs) Like I was tired by the end of this match because this was just nonstop wall to wall enjoyment and just fun. There was so much fun to this match the uh fatal four-way we're talking about here yes i to me this almost stole the show mm-hmm. and i was really this was the match if you go back to the first episode i was really hesitant about it. i was worried about it becoming a clusterfuck really mm-hmm. but i mean overall this was far from that so i mean it just these guys were really just once again honing their craft working you know th- their spots but there's so many smooth transitions in between it never became too much of a spot fest. Um, Osprey and uh, Skrull just kind of, you know, telling their story on such a big stage, mm-hmm. you know, but having the two other guys, you know, intertwined in it, you know, and they never outshined each other. No one was there just to take the ball. Kushida kind of <coughs> was a little overpowered at times. He, he was. was taking things like and getting back up right away. It was just it was bothering me. But Takahashi, and Takahashi being jobbed for half the match, 
was Bob because I love Hiramu. I love his character. I love all the charisma. But he does come back and make a huge statement. Yes, all those sunset bombs. Yeah, <laughs> those were fantastic. Um, and I enjoyed that because that's also part of the story. So mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I see what you're saying because I was worried that he was going to be the fall guy. Yeah. you know, where he's just getting his ass kicked throughout the entire match, and then he takes the pin. That would have sucked. That guy has so much charisma. Mm-hmm. He's another guy who I feel like is just going to be moving up on the card. Um, just, just a great wrestler, a great worker. And just has so much personality. You know, he's so over. I don't see how he doesn't get the push. They could have, um, they could have put more Kushida versus Hiro- Hiromu into this. Because they have a lot of history. They have a lot of story between each other. Especially over the, um, what title is that? The, um, Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I love Kushido's gimmick. Oh, the uh, Back to the Future? That he's just a Back to the Future fanboy. <laughs> right? That's the whole gimmick, I mean, the right? gear looks perfect, too. It's hilarious that mm-hmm. that's his gimmick. Like, I mean, I mean, his moves are named after that. He's always wearing that vest. I mean, mm. just awesome. That, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Back to the Future. Such a random movie, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. It's out there. But he, it's they're I behind love it. him, hey, whatever. So the company's very much behind him. I'm all for fandom. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no. They always be, they give him a good push, you know. So I knew who he was. It was just an awesome gimmick, you know. I mean, total nerd gimmick. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I really did. Um, but, no, just, like I said, great, great story. It never got too cute, too. Mm-hmm. You know, with the little spots here and there. Because sometimes these matches can get kind of cute. There was a few Three Stooges moments where, you know, I think they were all on their knees. Like, and they all start slapping each other. Oh, left yeah. And right. All four of them were just trying to beat each other. Because yeah. they all been taken out early. Yeah, on. yeah. But there wasn't too much of that. Mm. Which I, which well, I even then, I thought that was a great moment. No, it was they funny. All seemed it was like funny. It was awesome. I've just seen matches where that kind of overrides everything. Mm. So, I'm glad that they kind of still stayed the course. And you got an awesome match, you know. Um, Osprey with the win, just I mean, sky's the limit for that guy. How old is he? I have no idea, but he's like he in, should have been signed by someone else by now. He's like I think he's a young twenty or like a mid twenties. I want to say gotta be mid. He's not he's not too young. I remember because a couple years ago he was being called really young. He's I mean he's flawless though mm-hmm. for as like seasoned as he is. I mean he's only gonna get better also at that oh, yeah. age. I just can't imagine where he's going to end up, you know, as long as, I mean, you know, injuries aside. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I, I, I am surprised, too, that WWE hasn't, like, come for that guy. I think they've been interested at times, but I haven't heard about any signings. He's probably making a killing. Oh, yeah. You know, on the indie scene. I so. mean, he's a huge name. He's so, not small. Like, yeah. You, you think, Osprey, you're going to get a crazy spot fest match, and that's kind yeah. of what people look for in him. So, I mean, they, they'd have to really make him a serious offer mm-hmm. and, you know, let him know that they're going to actually get behind him. Because, you know, any wrestler, and especially, you know, you know, a high flyer, you never know what you're going to get with the WWE. I mean, it's interesting, especially when they have Ricochet, like, kind of coming into NXT. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a rumor. Yeah. But. Yeah, and that that's right off the bat. You put those two together. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got magic. So, yeah, no, fantastic match. Almost the match of the night for me. Almost. Almost. <laughs> All right, we're on to Tanahashi versus White. Mm-hmm. Switchblade. What did you think? I I liked the match. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't my like high spot for the night, but I was surprised how much was behind Switchblade. Like the company really seemed, they thought this guy's a big deal. 
Yeah. And he showed a lot of potential. Like, I see him going very, very far. Especially yes. in New Japan. Uh, this was a great match, but it wasn't it wasn't my personal like favorite of the night. It wasn't up there for me. Tanahashi is so good. Oh yeah. I mean the psychology that that guy had mm-hmm. throughout the entire match, you know, I mean he milked everything. Um I just don't know and I I've heard a lot of people saying this. I don't know if they did enough to get Jay White where cuz this was really kind of Yeah, it's kind of early. like you know, yeah. I felt like this was his chance to, like, kind of, you know, win and defeat, mm-hmm. you know, like you were kind of talking about before, you know, like we've seen that happen when, like, you know, the whole, like, you, with, with Cena, you know, yeah. when they did the whole, you know, the challenge, uh, the U.S. challenge and all that, where you've got these guys that you don't really know kind of shine, you know, um, but I don't know if it was enough to get White where he needed yeah. to be. I mean, obviously it doesn't matter after what we saw in New Year's dash yeah. you know they're behind him regardless um but i don't know i don't know it was a, it was a solid match don't get me wrong it just was one of my least favorite matches of the night but man tanahashi's awesome mm-hmm. i really hate the air guitar though <laughs> i wish he'd stop doing that i, I know it's, it's over for some reason but god it's, like, it's so I mean, it's so cheesy he's gonna do it forever i know i know i know hey what do i know right <laughs> but uh, obviously it's working for him mm. you know that perm wasn't though <laughs> so, but, i thought you wanted to grow your hair out because of that i did i did <laughs> just for the pictures and then he comes to work it. with a shaved head you know? i know just... i know i know maybe it backfired <laughs> so but yeah i don't i don't know if i'm buying white yet i mean i definitely see a future for him mm. but you know for the amount of push that they're giving him right now i mean the guy's got a i feel like an uphill climb Hmm. um but you know maybe i'll be eating my words next year at this time yeah definitely gotta watch watch him more clearly you know you gotta keep seeing where he's gonna be going yeah yeah i just don't i think i just don't get the switchblade gimmick (laughs) i mean he just looks like a clerk (laughs) hot topic to me like what's going on Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) i don't know i don't know so uh we're on to our uh, our co-main event. Yep, Jericho versus Omega. What did you think? I I was whelmed. You were whelmed, but you weren't overwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. Wow. Okay. Um, I did love the match. Okay. But definitely, it was not my match of the night. Okay. Um, Fair enough. It was very good. Um, I was at a state of I've seen so much. At this point, for me... That's true. (laughs) That's true. That I needed a break. You're a good four hours in at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Four hours in. Because this was almost... Was it an hour or was it almost... This was 45 minutes. 45 minutes, okay. Yeah. Now, I don't think it felt 45 minutes Mm. to me. You know, I felt like it was a well-paced match. I love this this incarnation of Jericho. (laughs) I really do. I love this unhinged vicious, you know, classic villain Jericho that we're getting. It, this is a totally different character than mm-hmm. what we saw in the WWE. Um, and it's for the better. I can't imagine that character, you know, in this match. Um, just Jericho reinventing himself again amazes me. Um, it it definitely was the most WWE feeling match. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know? Um, but it still worked. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Omega is so talented. Jericho's so talented. Jericho kept up with him. 
you know, that's mm. what I, I really enjoyed. I mean, it definitely helped having the no DQ um, clause in there. Uh, well, the ref didn't realize that. But. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't understand there's no ring uh, br- uh, rope breaks, so that was interesting. Jericho actually yelled at him at one yeah. point. <laughs> I just love Jericho, like, bullying him, like, mm. slapping the crap out of him, and then putting his son into the lion tamer. That was fantastic. Uh-huh. I love that. I mean, Man, that spot where um, Kenny hit the uh, the actual monitor when he came down on the table. Yes. My oh, God. I think Callus was supposed to catch him. Okay. I think he kind of undershot, maybe. Because um, you see Callus kind of stand up with his arms, but I don't think he got all the way there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, they really put themselves out there. It was mm-hmm. a brutal match. They were beating the crap out of each other throughout a lot of that match. Um, it felt real, you know, mm-hmm. um, which you want this kind of match to feel. Um, you definitely felt like it was a blood feud. And it was it was a blood feud based off of what, like a month and a half yeah. build? There's a couple, <laughs> a, yeah, a couple tweets here and there. Jericho showed up a couple times and that was it, but it was enough to get people talking and mm-hmm. getting people excited. Well, it's because they're just two really huge names. They know? are, but you know, they're two names that you can trust. You know, that's, the, I think that's the difference. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that Jericho's gonna, you know, give it his all and, you know, put on a good match. You know, even though at this point, you know, he's definitely slowed down a couple steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Omega's, he's the best in the world right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he, the guy moves like a cat. You know, he's fantastic. He's fantastic to watch in the ring. Um, but yeah, this was definitely, I think this was probably a tie for my favorite match that I just because I was, yeah, I think it was probably the, I was very entertained throughout this entire mm-hmm. match. I actually watched it twice. So I just, I just love this variation of like Jericho mm-hmm. and I love everything that Omega did. Um, <coughs> and it really was a clinic for young wrestlers to watch, you know, how to get heat, when to get heat, um, the psychology behind it and just, you know, how to work a crowd. Because a, a reserved crowd, you know, a, a notorious oh, yeah. reserved crowd was, you know, popping for everything that Jericho did. So, and Omega just, you know, working almost like a classic face, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, vicious and, you know, standing toe to toe with them. Just a great match. So I was really excited. But at the same, I was happy that Omega went over. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't see any scenario where Omega didn't go over <laughs> unless they were going to continue the feud. Yeah, I, I don't know where that would have gone. <coughs> so, and I know Jericho's always willing to do the job. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no. Great, great match. So, lived up to the hype for me, at least. So, and we're on to our main event. I know, but at this point, I had to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I went to sleep. I let myself recharge. I got up in the morning and I hit play. And wow. Yes. I was just on my feet the whole time. Yes. Yes. Just because I've been, I've been wanting to see Naito's story completed for such a long time, and I was so behind him. The only problem was I did get see a spoiler beforehand. Uh, <laughs> or heard one. Or heard one. Maybe well, from me. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed Christian, for some reason, was watching it live. <laughs> so the next morning, I woke up. Two spoilers, of course, mm. you know, the darn internet, of course. Um, and I messaged him about the match right away, thinking he already saw it. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> he hadn't. 
So my bad. But I've that already didn't apologized. stop. I mean, it didn't <laughs> stop that match from being incredible. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Regardless, mm-hmm. it, it it really was just. I mean, everything that I expected and more. So I mean, both of those guys are at the top of their game right now. It's the finish that I think, in the long run, yeah, you know, takes it down a notch for me because it was such the perfect ending to the story. Like, Naito mm-hmm. finally winning would have been the perfect ending to me. Um, and now I don't know where that story goes for that character. And I'm afraid it doesn't go anywhere. Yes. That's my fear, too. You know, so, but, I mean, the match itself, I mean, perfectly paced. Mm. Perfectly paced. Never a dull moment. Um, you know, they, they kept you on the hook the entire time. Um, you got a perfect, you know, you've got your high spots, but you've got your, you know, your gnat stuff going on. Those guys can work either style, any style that they want to work. So I just, and Naito is such a great character. What I love when you see this match, it's like you see him kind of playing between the two characters that he's been in New Japan, where it's that all-star, but also um, tranquil. So when he does his tranquil stuff, it works. It pisses off um, Okada, it gets him frustrated, and he's able to take advantage. But when he starts getting frustrated himself, and he starts putting all these old moves that he used to do, it wasn't working. He kept on trying to go for his old finisher, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. So that, which I thought was awesome, and I thought maybe that it would end that way with him hitting his old finisher for the win. Because what a perfect way mm-hmm. to do it, you know? But no, he needs to be this new character uh-huh. to win, and that's I think that's a very interesting See, to story. Me, I thought it was the perfect like bookend. Like, you know what, mm-hmm. screw you guys. I'm going to hit my old friend just to show you that I deserve this spot originally. Yeah. So, I mean, the package they did before this, too. It was one of the few matches that actually had a package. Yeah, I think uh, that one plus uh, Jericho. Yeah, and... Jericho and everything like that. It's so different than, like, WrestleMania. Mm. It's crazy. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, it it really, you know, put the story in perspective. And, you know, for a novice fan of New Japan like myself you know, really let me know where they were in the story. Mm. Um, and, and I already kind of knew Naito's deal, but it just got me even more pumped. You know, it was a very well done package. Yeah. You know, but it did, it was another thing where it felt a little Western. I was kind of surprised <laughs> by it. I was like, oh, okay, you guys can do this too. Um, it it was, it was a great match. It really was. I don't think it was Omega Okada, you know, yeah. territory. Um, but it, that's not a bad thing. You know, a notch below is not a bad mm-hmm. thing. So, um, just a fun, fun match. Just so disappointed with the ending, though. I mean, they're they're one hundred percent behind Okada keeping that championship. Yeah, and I don't know what it's going to take to I'm take just, it off of him. I'm just scared that it's going to get stale after. A mm-hmm. while. You know, we've seen this happen. You know, when a company gets too behind their hero, yeah. You know, eventually the fans turn. I think that would happen by the next Wrestle Kingdom if yeah. he does not lose by then. I think so too. I think so too. I hope they're not blind to it because mm-hmm. they're definitely a hundred percent behind him. Um, so I just hope that you know because I know when he came out um, during the New Year's Dash, you know, he was getting you know his a healthy helping of moves mm. um, thrown his way. You know, and I don't know if that was more at the product or more at him, but because he definitely deserved didn't deserve to be booed. Mm. You know, he just had a, a great match. Um, 
but I just think it was just the way it was kind of programmed, the match in general. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea what he said at the end, by the way. I, oh, did they didn't do the, I had, I'm trying to think. He kind of talked about, like, you know, how the event was the most uh, packed in the last, like, 10 years or something like that, mm-hmm. but that there's still spots open, which I thought was weird that he was pointing that out. Um, so, but basically trying to say like, and I'm sure it got lost in translation, but that it could be even bigger, you know, and that he's going to take them there this year. So, um, yeah, no, I I love Naito walking out on his own though, you know, that refused help. Mm -hmm. You know, he's totally got that like kind of stone cold, you know, feel to him right now. Um, I hope that he doesn't change his character at all. Oh yeah. No. This yeah. is working so well for him. I really hope he stays, you know, the, the, the course mm. with this character. And I hope he finally, you know, reaches, you know, uh, the climax of the story where he does finally defeat Okada. But I, to me, it has to be at Wrestle Kingdom. You know? But will they wait that long? I don't know. I, or will they He's even He's been care? champ before. He's been champ before, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the whole story is him with, you know, getting kind of bounced out of the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. So I don't see how they don't, you know, take it there. Mm. You know, for me, for it to be satisfying, he needs to win at Wrestle Kingdom the main event. And he needs to steal the show. So I think that not that, that I won't be happy <laughs> with where he, you know, you know, with him as a champ. I mean, what I would but... want would be for him to get it by Dominion and then retain at Wrestle Kingdom. Because, I mean, what has been the um, course with Wrestle Kingdom is the champion retains. Yeah. I just, you know, retaining is never, for me, is never the same as capturing. Yeah. You know, it's never as exciting. I see what you're saying. I just, it would have just been such the perfect moments. You mm. know, this card was great. You know, and this is my only beef with the card, really. Yeah. Um, was just the way the finish was booked. But, I mean, just a, a fantastic match, really. A great match that lived up to the hype. It really did. So, but yeah, that was Wrestle Kingdom twelve. You know, top and bottom. Do you feel like this? Do you feel this one outdid the previous at all? Yes, and I think maybe I'm just coming from the uh, from the perspective of just knowing the characters more. Mm-hmm. You know, and knowing, obviously not super well, as you can tell by this review. But knowing more of their stories, um, their matches, what I enjoyed the most about this, and I was saying this to you off mic before, was this whole card was so well paced. It was, what was five hours we said? Yeah, it was around five to six hours. Five to six hours long. And I didn't feel tired. You know, I, I, you know, WrestleMania is what, like five hours yeah. And I'm exhausted after <laughs> WrestleMania. And there's so many like bathroom breaks in there, you mm-hmm. know, and it's programmed like that. This thing just was just balls to the yeah. wall. No from ads. Start nothing. to end. No ads, no commercials, um, no vignettes in between, you know, no Hall of Fame, you know, presentation, nothing. You know, this was just, you know, wrestling. And they took care of the entertainment in the ring which is the way it should be. Yes. And I mean, I, I pop for all the little vignettes that they do, and I, you know, I love all that stuff, but this was all about wrestling, and it was refreshing for me as a WWE fan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I enjoyed most, and the storytelling that was going on in the ring. 
you know, for people who, you know, here in New Japan or hear any kind of, you know, what they would consider, you know, independent wrestling just because it wasn't WWE, you know, they would think, oh, it's just a spot fest. Oh, it's just guys flying around the ring or it's just guys, you know, stiffing each other. Um, it's the exact opposite. This is what wrestling should be. Yeah. Um, so I, I went out and I subscribed to the channel, <laughs> like, right afterwards. Good, so good. they sold me. Um, and, I, and I'm saying if if you've never watched uh, New Japan, if you've never experienced it, you don't, I mean, there is a language barrier, but you don't need to even necessarily see or know the story to enjoy these matches. No, their language is wrestling. Honestly, like, that's what it is. It's it's just the storytelling that they tell in the mm-hmm. ring. I mean, such great psychology. I mean, I just wish WWE would take a page out of their book. And they do have matches here and there. They have completely capable wrestlers to put on matches like this, yet they don't allow them to, you know, because they're too busy plugging their Twitter or, you know, doing some stupid, you know, comedy routine um, every five minutes. Um, It it made me more frustrated, (laughs) more frustrated with the state of wrestling, Mm. you know, right now. So WrestleMania has a lot to live up to, you know, a lot. I don't know. Well, before we even talk about WrestleMania, let's see. Where does New Japan go from here? What did we get at New Year's? Um, what is it called? New, New Year's, Year's Dash. New, I almost call it New Year's Resolution. <laughs> <laughs> or Revolution. As I think that was an old, yes, yeah. yes. An old WWE pay-per-view. I don't think they do that one anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> where do we go from here? I don't know. It was interesting what they did with Kenny. Um, it looks like they're still teasing a few between him and Cody. Mm-hmm. You had him interfere uh, before Cody, after a match. He had uh, it was a mix, not mixed tag. It was a I think a six man tag match with um, oh God, what's their name? Suzuki. Is it Suzuki Gun or was it? No, it's um, not Suzuki Gun. Taka something. Mishinoku, who was actually on the card. Taguchi Japan. Taguchi Japan. Bear with us, people. Taguchi Japan and Ibushi was, I, I think, was part of the team. After the match, the Bull Club jump Ibushi, um, and Cody is about to take a chair to him. Right before he can do that, Kenny runs in and stops him. You know, and they kind of have a pull apart. Uh, no punches are really uh, thrown, but they're just, just pushing each yeah. other. You know, teasing that tension between the two guys. You know, the Bullet Club leave with Cody. Omega stays in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Omega. I right there, then and there, I felt like, oh, he's he's going face. He's going to be a face. Mm-hmm. You know, did he is he going to leave Bullet Club, um, or is he going to just be with the Elite? Then he gets on the mic and he tries to recruit Jay White. <laughs> Which, into the Bullet, yeah. Bullet Club to save the Bullet Club, which I don't understand it the logic behind that at all. <laughs> um, the last thing they need is more members. Yes, yes, because there are members I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. You know, I found out about this. I, I, there was the one dude who, you know, this pasty white guy I've yeah. never seen before who apparently has been part of the Bullet Club since, you know, uh, 2015. No, so, Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really haven't noticed. I was like, who is this guy? I looked him up. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm a little out of the loop. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, he got on the mic, which didn't work. 
The production value definitely dips after Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. I found out. It looks more like an ECW or Ring of Honor kind of match, but that's okay. Um, he uh, got on the mic and he rec- tried to recruit Jay White into the Bullet Club. Jay White came out, put on the shirt, they did a hug, and then he went ahead and hit his, I think it's called the Switchblade, mm-hmm. on him. And, you know, he threw down the shirt. You know, so it looks like maybe he's going to go into a feud with Jay White, maybe. Um, White afterwards joins Chaos. Yep. So, which seems random too. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if White's the face or Kenny's the face. Who's the heel? I don't think it really matters. But um, yeah, I was a little confused by the booking. I'm not gonna lie. They'll tell a great story. So yeah, 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 and they'll be awesome matches. Mm. I know that for a fact. I just I think I want a different course for Omega. I, I'd rather see him going against Cody. Mm. You know, and maybe having some like interfaction war going on. You know, I think that's the way I would book it right now. Um, you know, kind of a war for the Bullet Club. Um, but that's me. I mean, it depends on how they want to pull that. You know, like because I mean that could be a huge marketing success for them. You have two Bullet Clubs now, mm-hmm. tons of marketing for shirts and yeah. items. I mean, that could be huge, but it also could be damaging. Oh, I definitely think, well, we saw it before in the late 90s when Mm -hmm. they did the, you know, NWO Black and White, led by Hogan, and he had the NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, but Wolfpack for life. Yes, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Red and Black. Um, Which I've seen them selling those shirts again, which I think is hilarious. Um, But yeah, so, yeah, Sting with the red face paint. I I could forget that ever happened. That's horrible. Horrible. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I could definitely see it like being almost like the elite break off and they're just called the elite, mm-hmm. you know, cause I don't think they're going to throw that away. That's such a huge success. So, but yeah, yeah, just a, just very interesting. So, and then the big surprise of the night was Jericho still around. <laughs> he came out of nowhere and jumped Naito. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a perfect opponent for him in some ways. Yes, yes. But once again, I think both of us were a little disappointed that it seems like Naito's not going to be programmed going after that belt. Mm. Still, you know, I really thought you'd get a rematch in a month or two against Okada, and you might still. But it seems like Jericho's sticking around, you know, which I think means big things for New Japan. I think it's going to keep eyes on the project, uh, at least in the West. And it could open doors, too. Huge doors. Huge doors for them. So, I mean, if they all can play ball together, fine. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't... Obviously, Vince has agreed, because I think Jericho's come out and said that Vince agreed. He actually got his blessing. So, you know, maybe they're willing to work. I know Omega actually came out and saying that he hopes it opens a door mm. between two companies where they can work together. Uh, I think it would only better both companies. I really do. I don't think WWE really sees them as competition, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think they should. I think it's a different market, um, but I think they could broaden their audience by, you know, using New Japan and vice versa. Yeah. You know, the exposure, you know, for both audiences would be great. So who knows? Who knows what comes out of it? Who knows? I mean, it could even open up a different door where it's, okay, now these WWE superstars are seeing what they can become if they weren't there, if they were in somewhere else. Well, I think Cody alone is yeah. doing that. 
you know, and seeing like how successful the Young Bucks have been and how success how successful the Bullet Club has been, mm-hmm. you know, having the top selling shirts at Hot Topic and not being something underneath that WWE umbrella, that's amazing mm-hmm. right now. So I mean, it's changed what the top means, you know. Yes, in the wrestling world, absolutely, absolutely. So it's about time that WWE has had a, a little competition. So and maybe they'll make them work better. They've always done better when they've had competition. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I don't know if they take it seriously or not, but you know, hopefully they start you know stealing a few pages out of their playbook, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And we as fans can actually, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy, you know, and really just reap the benefits of it. So, but yeah, no, that just a great event. I wanted to say, what was your full, like, what's your, like, star rating of Wrestle Kingdom? Out of how many stars? Are we doing five? Five, yeah. I'm going to say four and a half. Four and a half. Um, I mean, it was a five for me. Okay. Just Fair steady. Enough. I was happy with it. That's how. I mean, that half star is just because of the ending. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it would have been a five star for me. The wrestling was definitely five. Stars. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, I I do agree with you there, especially even the moves in the ending drove me nuts a little bit with Okada um, breaking out of a Destino like nothing because he went to go do two uh-huh. and he catches him and then does a spinning um, tombstone, tombstone. Mm-hmm. after he just took a Destino and it's yeah yeah I frustrated me a bit. That was a little WWE right yeah. there. Yeah yeah I love the whole Cobra Clutch angle though. Mm-hmm. That he kind of figured out like a way to counter it. I like that a lot. So that that storyline throughout the match was awesome. But anyway, <laughs> we could talk about this for another three hours. Um, but yeah, no, just Wrestle Kingdom twelve. If you haven't seen it, we definitely did not do it justice. Please go out, see it, enjoy it, subscribe to mm-hmm. New Japan, support New Japan. Yes, please. They deserve it. They do. They do. They're doing wrestling right right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's going to wrap it up for us. Yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have, um, we're at amazing nerd show. Amazing nerd show. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm forgetting my own tag. It's okay. (laughs) Amazing nerd show. Uh, give us feedback. Um, we are pretty instant interaction. Oh yeah. Wise. We love talking with the kids. Yes, exactly. So jump on, talk to us, let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. Um, give us a follow. Uh, we follow back. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're also, remember, we're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. All right? So give us a subscribe, rate, review. We'll be running that contest. Mm-hmm. Um, episode four, we'll be announcing winners. You're automatically entered. If you subscribe, rate, and review us, we will go ahead and we will randomly select three lucky winners mm-hmm. um, to win not only an Amazon gift card, but a few other prizes. So go ahead. And of course, if you're not a iTunes listener, we're on Podbean. And we're go. also on the fabulous radio station, 12 Ounce Radio. You know, quench your thirst on all sports. And of course, pop culture now. Yes. So keep it going. Yes, an awesome station with awesome folks. So go ahead, um, give them a listen. So, but that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, the, the, the music band. you're hearing. The music. Our house band. Right now. <laughs> Our house band, Them Guilty Aces. Follow them on. Uh, Twitter, um, check them out on iTunes. I know they got a couple albums. Mm-hmm. Great rockabilly band from Chicago. Hey, so. great and review them while you're at it. Yes, right? exactly. Um, and, and follow them. Go ahead. They're on tour right now. Mm-hmm. So check them out. 
So, but that's going to do it for uh, today. We'll, we'll see you probably next week. Amazing airship. That's right. Stay nerdy, people. Oh, why do you hurt me so bad?